But tonight, I want you to turn to 1 Corinthians 14. Let me show you the spiritual protocols of tongues in the church. Because I see that we do not understand those things. I've seen great churches grow spiritually and then scatters. Because as God started blessing people spiritually, as always, the spirit of pride jumps in. Amen. And then this one is, I was in a meeting in Nigeria years ago. And in the middle of the meeting, this lady jumps up and runs up to the podium to the leaders. And then saying that she had a word from the Lord. And then trusting her because it is somebody they knew. And she took the mic and started telling us that we are wasting our time. And if rapture happened now, none of us were going. And they, said they had to snatch the mic from her. Which God is telling you that? See, I'm still preaching. And you're telling me I was wasting my who? Which devil are you? <laughs> Here it is. I've been 41 years in the Atlanta area alone. And I'm sitting there and you tell me I'm wasting my time. Those are the things that happen. All of a sudden you believe you heard from God. But the devil will tell you now, your tongue is the most powerful in the church. Talk loud. And then you start making noise. <laughs> you see, when you've experienced all these things, that's why I don't get excited. Then I bring the sword of the spirit. So you will understand that these things did not start yesterday. They've been there from day one. All right, look at this. First Corinthians 14. Follow after charity. In other words, say follow after love. And desire spiritual gifts. But rather that you may prophesy. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. So you see, so when you are speaking in tongues, you are talking directly to God. He's not deaf. You are not talking to us. You are speaking to God. So that tells you that the only time your tongue in a public setting, which we will cover as we go down the road, you, the only time your tongue should elevate is only when God is elevating your tongue to bring a message. Or the Holy Spirit is engaging a travail, which will be for a few seconds and then it passes. It's all clearly written. But you should not interrupt a public gathering by busting out speaking in tongues. <clears throat> And as the Bible will show you in a minute, even at that, then that has to be a prophetic word. And then he goes further to say that if there is no known interpreter of tongues in the church, then you shouldn't even do that. If there's a known one, then you need to make sure that that person is present before you will even speak out. Why? He said that the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. You can hold it. See, you have to learn these things. Yeah. 
But since I haven't taught it, he says now, as soon as I was getting ready to come over here, he said, I'll teach it now. So, <laughs> so that means he got a blessing coming even more. He said, cut the enemy off now. Hallelujah. Ooh, glory to God. I love resurrection. <laughs> Ooh, glory. Hallelujah. Now watch this. But unto God, so he speaks unto God, for no man understandeth him. No man understands what you're saying. So if we don't understand, then we don't need to hear. He said, how be, how be it in the spirit you are speaking mysteries. Watch. But he that prophesied speaketh unto men to edification, to exhortation, and comfort. So, prophecy in this generation is for exhortation, edification, and comfort. Never for direction. Prophecy is not supposed to guide you. Prophecy is designed to exhort you, to comfort you, to encourage you. But the Holy Spirit is in, and the Word of God are entrusted to guide you. Otherwise, you're going to hear devils. Then you might as well go to Mama Roberts. They that are led of the Spirit, they are the sons of God. <clears throat> if you know how many wrong prophecies I've received in my life, if I have followed them, I won't be standing here. I was listening to a tape by Daddy Hagen. He said that in every city he went, somebody had a prophetic word for him, saying that he should buy a bigger tent and expand his crusades. Not even to shut it down, but to expand it. And the son had heard from God a year earlier that they should stop the crusades and do Rema Bible Training Center. That God wanted to produce sons and daughters of God all across the nations. But the prophecies were saying, expand the crusades. The son said that after a while, he started wondering, is my daddy still hearing from God? Because God told me a year ago, we need to quit this. And he kept, he kept going. <laughs> so the, the, the warfare was so strong that he could not hear from God. See what the snakes do. They jam up the signal by bringing you a, a false prophetic word. That's why I keep warning you about whispers. So many destinies have been destroyed by well-meaning friends or people telling you stuff you're not supposed to be poking into. Because information is a wind. That's what they call a doctrine, a wind. And it can blow you off course, like an airplane. I'm not going to go into that. Because now, immediately I found myself, okay, now I'm about to talk to you about wind correction angles and how you can end up in Tennessee when you're trying to go to... I say, absolutely not. <laughs> we don't have time. 
<laughs> he says, every wind of doctrine. So before somebody tells you something, they better be listening to God to make sure that you have grace to handle what you are being told. Amen. You see? There's a deaconess in this church that I know that loves me and prays for me. And then they brought me very accurate words from the Lord. And I was going to tell them something I was going through. And the Holy Spirit said, no, she doesn't have grace for that. You're going to mess her up. So I quickly kept my mouth shut. If you don't have grace for something, information will kill you. And Satan is always messing with people because you feel like you're in the know. You want your friends to know that, hey, I'm, I'm well connected. I know what's going on. If you destroy somebody's destiny, don't worry. When you cross over, God will bring it up. You have to give an account. I've seen people's lives destroyed who left this church because somebody whispered something to them. One young lady that was here helping us with the you know, home, you know, nursing home ministry and all of that. Now she's homeless. I went to Lawrenceville, Georgia and blessed her house. Brand new house. Beautiful. She had a job. Everything was working. And somebody sitting here tonight whispered some things to her. Now she's homeless, jobless, and bipolar. Watch. Watch this. It says, He that prophesied speaking unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue. Hey, see, you are edifying yourself. Get all you can. Can all you can get. But then let others get their own edification. Because if God is not moving and speaking prophetically, and you start making noise, you break the flow of others. Because we don't have a wire connecting us to God. It's the Holy Spirit. And then when you trouble him, you mess up what he's doing with other people. But if the Holy Spirit elevates you, then you will not trouble anyone. If, the, if another spirit elevates you, you mess up the whole room. Then you know it's not the Holy Spirit because God never interrupts himself. There's no way God can give me this mic and I'm preaching and he jumps in you and starts saying something different. No, that's a devil. Now watch. He that speaking an unknown tongue edifies himself, but he that prophesied edified the church. I will that you all speak with tongues, but rather that you prophesied. For greater is he that prophesied than he that speaketh with tongues, except he interpret, that the church may. You notice, everything the Holy Spirit is doing through you is to edify the church, not to show how great you are, mm. or that you have the gift of diverse tongues. You have to watch the snake. 
in your life. It defied the church. That's, that's what you, we are being taught. If you watch everything he tells you that the Holy Spirit does, I operate in all of them. Every time. Edification. Exhortation. Comfort. Hallelujah. And then I give you the prophetic. You see. The prophecies of the Holy Spirit from the altar is to give you a general direction to build your faith, to shape your expectations. But the Holy Spirit doesn't say, oh, uh, on Tuesday, go over here and, and you're going to meet a man and this and that. And then on Tuesday, you go over there and then you don't meet a man. And then you come and say, wait a minute, I didn't meet a man. Oh, I was just trying to make, see if you will obey. Haven't you heard of them things? <clears throat> I won't even talk about a notable in Atlanta that said that on television. I shook my head. I said, you're still a junior boy, even though God blessed you with all these people. He was saying that the Holy Spirit told him that, and he went over there, and nothing happened. And, and God said to him, I just wanted to see if you will obey me. Mm -mm. He, is, he doesn't lie. Watch, watch. He says, I would that you all speak with tongues, but rather that you prophesy. For greater is he that prophesieth than he that speaketh with tongues, except he interpret that the church may receive edifying. Now, brethren, now, you will see clearly. If I come unto you speaking with tongues, what shall I profit you? Except I shall speak to you either by revelation or by knowledge or by prophesying or by, you see me doing all four. So when I come to you, I have to speak to you in these four dimensions. Otherwise, then be quiet. I'll read them again to you. I have to speak to you by revelation or by knowledge or by prophesying or by doctrine. Watch. And even things without life giving sound, whether pipe or harp, except they give a distinction in the sounds, how shall it be known what is piped or harped? In other words, if you hear the sound, you should be able to say, okay, that's a saxophone. That's a guitar. That's a trumpet. Otherwise, when the trumpet of God sounds, we wouldn't know what happened. He said, every sound, there is no sound. He says it down the road. He said, there is no sound without significance on this earth. Every sound is unique. Hallelujah. What is he telling you? Every tongue God gives from the Holy Spirit has a unique sound. And it's designed to send a wave through the earth for angels to move. Because you are talking to God. 
The Holy Spirit is talking to God, not to men. Watch. It will get good in a minute. It's already good. He said, now, except they give a distinction in the sounds, how shall it be known what is piped or harped? For if the trumpet give an uncertain sound, who shall prepare himself to the battle? That's why you learn it properly. Because you don't want to blow. And then we don't know that a battle is coming. <laughs> the sound has to be clear. Remember, he's telling you about tongues. The sound has to be clear. So when you elevate in a public arena, we should hear the sound from the Holy Spirit. And we all can sense. Hallelujah. Hey, that's a battle coming. All of a sudden, you, you notice when somebody, we can be praying, praying quietly. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit starts moving on somebody. And they start traveling. And before long, the entire room is filled with travail. That one sound carried all of us. But when it's not from the Holy Spirit. Mm, who is that? You're messing up the atmosphere. Well, you might be feeling like, oh. I'm powerful. No, you get a devil that needs to be cast out. So, verse 9, so likewise ye, I told you he was talking about tongues, except you utter by the tongue, words easy to be, it's not just to be words to be understood, but easy. How shall it be known what is spoken? For ye shall speak into the air. There are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world. And none of them is without signification. See, there's no voice on this earth that is not significant. Watch. This will catch you. Watch. That's why when you're happy, you have a different voice. When you're angry, you have a different voice. When you're playing, you have a different voice. See, every voice has a significance. So when you raise your voice publicly, you are engaging in something beyond you, beyond your level of understanding. And if you don't know what you're doing, you better keep quiet so you don't get caught in something you cannot handle. I missed something in verse 8. For if the trumpet give an uncertain sound, who shall prepare himself to the battle? So likewise ye, except you utter by the tongue words easy to be understood, how shall it be known what is spoken? For you shall speak into the air. There are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world, and none of them is without signification. Therefore, if I know not the meaning of the voice, I shall be unto him that speaketh eh? If we don't know what you are saying, then you're either a barbarian or you're making all of us barbarians. And we ain't crazy. 
So he's telling you, if you want to be crazy, be one by yourself. In a public arena, there has to be discipline. You have to understand these things. These are spiritual things. And because I haven't taken time to explain it, that's why I will not be correcting what I have not explained. So he just prompted me to explain that tonight. He said, when you raise your voice in tongues publicly, and we don't know what you're saying. He says, you're making us barbarians. Oh, you're barbarian yourself. Watch. And he that speaketh shall be a barbarian unto me. So you're making yourself a barbarian. Even so ye, for as much as you are zealous of spiritual gifts, seek that you may excel. Uh-huh. So you, are, you desire spiritual gifts. You want God to use you. But the only motive should be that the church be edified. Nothing else. Nothing else. Nobody wants to see how great you are. Or because it's useless to us. We came here to receive grace from God. Yeah. Hallelujah. We rejoice with you and with your greatness. But let us get ours. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, the other things I will show you, but I want to read them first. All right. Verse 13. Wherefore, let him that speaketh in an unknown tongue pray that he may interpret. He said, now, if you want to talk loud and talk to us, then pray that you may interpret. So, when the tongue comes to you, you know what you are about to say. Thank God for putting the knots and bolts all the glory and the fire flowing through here all this week. The Bible says that God is not the author of confusion. You have to know that any time any spirit prompts you to interrupt what God is doing from the altar, you know it's not the spirit of God. The pastor is preaching and suddenly you got to go to the restroom and you get up and you get up right when the camera is in your direction where you will block the view. You know it's not the Holy Spirit that prompted you to get up then. I want you to see how Satan, the snake, meanders in church and you thinking that nothing is messing with you. But here, he has used you successfully. It takes humility to recognize that Satan has just used you. I see that happen so many times. Because if you were under the authority of the Holy Spirit, you can sense that the pastor is right in your area now, that you can just wait two seconds for him to move away. And you can then get up and go use the restroom. But if you don't have that humility, you can see that Satan is already using you and manipulating you. And then before long, he uses you in any relationship where you say something to someone else about something you should have kept to yourself. And then a strife develops. And before long, he follows you to the choir or he follows you to the culinary ministry or he follows you to the usher's ministry or the marriage ministry. 
And before long, you're an agent of Satan, causing strife everywhere. You have to take some salt now with all the sugar you've been receiving so you can vet yourself and make sure you are not a weapon of the enemy in the house of God. God is not the author of confusion. And he said that whoever causes strife in the body is an abomination to the Lord. Remember that the Lord Jesus you know, applauded Peter when he heard from God that the Lord Jesus was the son of the living God. He said, Peter, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father. But in the next breath, he talked about his death as they go to Jerusalem, how he will be crucified, and on the third day be raised. Peter started rebuking him. What a nerve. He said, Lord, this cannot happen to you. How, how many times have, have people, you know, become an agent of the devil in your life? And they say they're protecting you from something or from someone. And they infest you with things that you don't know anything about. Jesus turned around and rebuked the same Peter. But this time he was addressing Satan directly, past Peter. And sometimes you need a rebuke. So you can come in order and rescue yourself from the hand of Satan. Until this humility resides in you, you will not remain unleavened. And you're going to become a hindrance in the body of Christ. So many people have missed their destiny without having the humility to hear from God and to receive the correction from the altar. If you follow what we are teaching you, you will rescue yourself from the hand of the enemy. Your destiny will remain secure and you will get to where you're going. Remember, the Lord your God is taking you to a good land. A land flowing with milk and honey. A land where you will eat bread without scarceness. A land of abundance. A land of miracles. Amen. Call today, 770-994-3777. If I've been describing you, then repent and let God forgive you and remove that curse from you so that you will turn to a blessing and become a blessing where the Lord has planted you. Amen. Put your seed in the ground and connect with resurrection. We are calling for partners to support this broadcast, partners to hold up our hands that the word of resurrection will go national and bless America. As God is speaking to so many of you, respond to it. You've waited long enough. We call you forth now in Jesus' name. We will soon begin the glory fall for 2024. Amen. We'll be going to all 50 states once again, fulfilling the mandate God has given to us. Thank God for new weapons, new tools to get it done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. See you tomorrow.